episode number 132. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Unstuck Method, Shira Gura. Hello, my dear friends, and thank you for joining me today. So the craziest thing just happened, literally like a second ago. I was just about to record this episode, and I was going to start out by sharing something about a group that I'm leading now, which I am going to share with you. But then I just got a bing on my phone, and I received an email which relates exactly to what I was just about to say. And I just asked the person who sent it to me if I could share it on the podcast, and she gave me permission without using her name. So first, this is what I was going to start off with. I was going to say that for those of you who are in the group program that I'm leading right now, which relates to a new method that I'm working on and a related book that I'm also working on, you will know probably how I'm feeling today. I'm recording this the day after our most recent session. So while I can't share any of the particulars on the podcast, because obviously everything that goes on in the work that I do with individuals, including groups and retreats, it stays in that space. But all I can say is like, wow, wow, wow. So much healing is happening in this amazing group of people They're healing themselves and they're healing in relationships, some of which have been severed for a really long time. And I am just in awe and in complete acknowledgement to the people who are doing this work because it's you, the people who are doing this work, who are seeing the changes happen right before your very own eyes. I am telling you, people who believed there is no way out of their situations are creating shifts in their lives that are so powerful that when you hear it, even from across the ocean, even through the internet, you get the goosebumps. And I just wanted to take a moment and acknowledge those people who are in this group program that I'm leading right now, because you are nothing short of amazing and inspiring. And then I was going to say that if you're interested in joining my next group program, you should contact me as soon as possible because a new one is forming soon and I can't wait to get it off the ground. But then I got this email and I just had to share it. Okay, I'm like practically in tears. This is what she wrote. She wrote, well, first of all, the subject was O, capitals, OMG, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. So for those of you who don't know, OMG is oh my God. She wrote, Dearest Shira, I'm in the middle of watching the recording from last night. And by the recording, she's talking about the session from last night because I record them and they're available for one week so that if you miss a session, you can watch the recording. Do you have, and she wrote in big caps, any concept of the impact that you are having on the lives of people? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I just finished watching, and she mentioned one person's name. And this was just after rewatching myself. And there's no coincidence. You are bringing families back together. You are doing such holy work. And she wrote that in big caps. 
I want to bless you that God should continue to strengthen you to continue the powerful work that you are creating all over his world. Wow. So I, there's like no, no, no words. I saw that and I just, it just stopped me in my tracks. You know, because sometimes you're doing your work in the world, whatever your work is, and you don't really know the impact you're making. And then you receive an email like this, which forces you to take a stop and see what's going on around you. And I just wanted to share that with you. And okay, thank you for listening to that. Okay, and lastly, before I share with you the story for this week, I wanted to make sure that you are signed up for the Getting Unstuck Challenge, which begins on Sunday, November 17th. It's a three-day challenge, it's free, and it's a great way to jumpstart you into getting unstuck in your life. So if you're feeling stuck and you would like some support with creating changes in your life, definitely sign up. Okay, my dear friends. So the story I would like to share happened a few weeks ago, but I had other stories that came up, as you might know if you're a regular listener, and I wanted to share with you those other stories, which is why I'm only sharing with you this story today. But it's totally okay. It's relevant to really any time of the year because this episode relates to holidays. And whether you are religious or not, and no matter what country you live in, most likely you celebrate holidays throughout the year. So in Israel, this is what happens. The kids are off from school for eight weeks in the summer, just like many countries, I believe, that are in the Northern Hemisphere. But what's different here in Israel than where I grew up in the United States is that the kids start school and then like a week later, they get another three weeks off. (laughs) I am not kidding you. It is the most ridiculous thing in the world. I mean, like, why do they even start school? It's really so ridiculous. It's like, hey, parents, if you didn't have enough free time with your kids this summer, here's another three weeks for you to enjoy them. Don't worry about work or anything like that. Figure it out just like we all do. It's, it's nuts. It's really crazy. And I have to tell you, this like three week vacation, just after we had eight weeks, it gets me every time. Every single time there's a holiday, I find myself feeling off, like off my path or out of alignment. And this is what I mean by feeling off. So I have a routine of waking up early in the morning before my kids wake up. I wake up a good hour and a half before they do, which is really, really early. In fact, it's still dark when I wake up. But to me, this is the most precious hour of the day. My most recent routine, now that I have a little yoga studio and I have an office of my own, is that I go downstairs to that studio and I do lots of things in that hour or so. I usually begin with prayer and I often accompany myself on guitar. It's obviously not loud. In fact, it's just sweet, quiet tunes that I've composed over time to put tunes with words from the morning prayers, including concepts of gratitude and praise, among other things. And then I get my head clear by journaling. That's an absolute must as I wake up on most days with a preoccupied mind. And so the journaling really helps me get clear for the day. 
I absolutely love that practice. And then I do some sort of body practice. I either dance freely or I do some yoga or Tai Chi. Every day it's different. And that's pretty much what I do. And I don't know how it happens, but that time flies. It really does just fly. There is no time during the day that flies faster for me than that morning hour. And I often think to myself, why don't I wake up even earlier so that I can enjoy more of this time? And actually, it's something that I may do. But anyway, that's my routine. And what that routine does for me is that it creates order in my life. It grounds me for the day. It sets the tone. It aligns me. It reminds me of how I want to see the world that day, how I want to show up in the world that day. And you know, it's almost like a drug for me. Honestly, it's like taking a daily pill that like sets me up for the day and pretty much lasts for the remainder of the day. Unless, of course, I don't take that pill, which is what invariably happens during the holidays. So let me explain. I wake up early every day because I want to wake up before my kids. (laughs) There is nothing that I am more averse to. Well, I'm sure there is, but this one pretty much is on the top of my list than being woken up by my kids. Seriously, ever since I had babies, I did my best to wake up before them, even if it meant just a few minutes before them. I don't know about you, but I do not like waking up with whining and crying and recurring complaints like, there's no food to take to school today. I just can't handle waking up like that. On the rare chances that I do wake up like that, it's really hard for me to find my balance. And that's, I think, one of the reasons that I wake up before my kids do. It's so that I can be balanced not only for myself, but for them. But what happens on these holidays is that we usually have late night meals with family and friends. And so my kids invariably wake up later, which is a blessing, I know. And I kind of fall into their routine. I don't wake up early like I usually do because I don't have to. The kids aren't going to wake up whining and crying because they're happy. There's no school. And so I take advantage of that and I sleep in. And just that simple thing of sleeping in throws me off balance entirely. Because not only do I wake up later, I end up not incorporating my precious morning routine into my day because I get sidetracked. This kid wants to play this game with me, and maybe I want to go to synagogue, so I'll just pray there instead of in my studio. And somehow, I just get off track. I can't explain it, but maybe you know what I mean. And it's one thing if it's like a day which sometimes happens because, you know, the weekend comes and that's a non-routine day usually. But it's another thing entirely when it's like three weeks. And these weeks include lots of family and friend gatherings and lots of eating, like way more eating than we usually do and staying out late and sleeping in. And all of a sudden, I feel like a completely different organism really. 
honestly. And by the end of three weeks, I can't wait for my kids to go back to school so I can get back into my routine. And so, of course, this just happened a few weeks ago because we just went through the fall holiday season and I got stuck, stuck on frustration because this wasn't the first time this happened to me. In fact, it happens on every holiday. I seem to always get off track. And the very first morning when the kids went back to school and I woke up early, even though my body didn't feel like it wanted to wake up early, I went down to my studio and created that morning ritual that I love. And this was the journaling that I did. S. I took a stop. I allowed myself to just sit and breathe for a few moments. T. I wrote down in my journal that I was stuck on frustration, and as I was writing it, I found myself crying. I was really, really frustrated with myself. You. I wrote down that I believe I shouldn't fall into this same trap each time. That I believe I'm the only one who gets off track like this. And I wrote down that I believe it's going to be really hard to get back on track. And I looked at my beliefs on the piece of paper, and I put a little X next to each of them, because none of them were entirely true. I shouldn't fall into the same trap each time. Well, yeah, you should if, if you're not doing anything to prevent it. <laughs> Am I the only one who gets off track? I don't think so. Is it going to be really hard to get back on track? Not necessarily. And so I went to see. I considered that this is quote unquote normal. And this is what happens when you don't treat your brain like a muscle. I honestly believe we should be treating our brains like a muscle. Because the more we work the brain or the mind, the stronger we get. And the less we work it, the weaker we get. And by stronger, weaker, I don't mean smarter or less smart, but I mean more like in control or in the driver's seat. And so I considered this is what happens when you let go of your practice. I considered that I wake up early in the morning, not only because I want to wake up before the kids, but because I'm doing this really for me. And I need to remember that. I considered that since this is a recurring pit hole for me, I can get clear ahead of time the next time a holiday approaches, which in fact I plan on doing. And this directly relates to my new method, which I haven't yet introduced yet on this podcast, but I look forward to doing so soon. In fact, maybe I'll do so when the winter holidays approach, which is really just around the corner. So stay tuned for that episode. Anyway, I considered taking a new perspective on these holidays. I don't know about you, but I think many people do what I do, which is like, take a break when it's the holiday, right? They sleep in, they relax. And what I considered was that actually what I perhaps could be doing is consider these holidays as holy days, I mean, the truth of the matter is the holidays that we just celebrated are considered holy days. And yet, besides going to synagogue and doing the rituals that we're supposed to do, I don't think I really considered them holy days. 
I think I considered them more like holidays, like a vacation. But vacations don't always serve us, you know? I mean, vacations can be great and they can be, you know, wonderful getaways and opportunities to breathe and relax. But at the same time, they don't necessarily help you find your focus or realign you. And what I considered was when the next time a holiday comes, I can treat it like a holy day, just like I treat almost every single day of the year a holy day. And because I usually treat my regular days like holy days, I wake up early to treasure the quiet and the peace and align myself so that I'm ready to go out into the world. And I will do this in a few weeks and let you know how it goes. And so I got myself unstuck from frustration and I put my hands over my heart and I said to myself, K for kindness, Shira, it's okay that you got stuck and you fell into this pit hole. It's really okay. You learned from it and you are now ready to move forward the next time this happens. And I will do this in a few weeks and I will definitely let you know how it goes. So my friends, what about you? I know Thanksgiving is around the corner for those of you who live in the United States. And then the winter holidays, of course, come right after that. Do you find yourself getting off your path when the holidays are here? Do you have some sort of daily routine that you find yourself getting off of when the holidays come? Can you consider turning your holidays into holy days? And if you can, what would that look like? I would love to hear from you and hear how you can transform your holidays into holy days. Feel free to send me a message or leave an iTunes review to share with me your thoughts about this episode. I truly would be grateful to hear from you. Okay, my dear friends, please don't forget to sign up for the Getting Unstuck Challenge. If that's something that speaks to you, I can't wait to start it on Sunday, and I look forward to seeing you there. Only those people who sign up, obviously, are going to receive each day's challenge, and I will be offering some prizes at the end. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your day, and as always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.shiragura.com.